Welcome back. Chapter 30, picking up where we left off. I'm going to jump straight in here. It's been days, so here we go. Chapter 30. And Rachel saw that she did not bear to Jacob, and Rachel was jealous of her sister. And she said to Jacob, Give me sons, and if there is none, I shall die. That is extreme. Damn. That's, <laughs> that's a horrible ultimatum. Give me sons or I'll die. Like, whoa. <laughs> Jacob's anger glowed against Rachel and he said, Am I in God's place? Right, who am I, God? Who has kept uh, back from you the fruit of the womb? And she said, Behold, my servant Bilhah, go into her and let her bear on my knees. Yea, let me be built up from her, me also. Let her bear on my knees. I'm not even going to go into what that implicates, but it, that's just funny. So I, I obviously, I, a surrogate kind of, in a way. On my knees, let me be built up from her. Me also. And she gave her slave girl Bila to him for a wife. And Jacob went into her. And Bila conceived and bore a son to Jacob. And Rachel said, God has judged and has also heard my voice and has given me a son. So she called his name Dan. That is like the most normal name that has come across yet. So she called his name Dan. And Bilhah, Rachel's uh, slave girl, conceived again and bore a second son to Jacob. And Rachel said, With struggles of God, I have struggled with my sister. Yea, I have been able. And she called his name Naphtali. Huh. Naphtali? Naphtali. And Leah saw that she had ceased from bearing. And she, took, and she took Zilpah, her slave girl, and gave her to Jacob for a wife. And Leah's slave girl Zilpah bore a son to Jacob. And Leah said, with fortune. And she called his name Gad. Oh, wow, that's G-A-D. Just because that one, that's a vowel away from being God there. Huh. And Zilpah, Leah's slave girl, bore a second son to Jacob. And Leah said, my happiness, for the daughter shall call me happy. And she called his name Asher. Okay, and in the days of wheat harvest, Reuben went out and found love apples. Love apples. That's a real thing. Okay. Ha. Huh. The love's at the end of the the, the, the short sentence here and it has like the uh, the slash to indicate that the apples in it were, were one word. I've absolutely never seen that before. Huh. But yeah, please give to me from the love apples of your son. And she said to her, is your taking my husband a little thing? Will you also take my son's love apples? <laughs> oh, I don't mean to laugh. I just don't know what that is. And Rachel said, So he shall be with you tonight for your son's love apples. And Rachel said, So he shall be with you tonight for your son's love apples. I'm, I confused myself, not paying attention. The love apples threw me off. And Jacob came in from the field that evening. And Leah went out to meet him. And she said, You must come in to me, for surely I have hired you with my son's love apples. And he lay with her during that night. And God listened to Leah. And she conceived and bore a fifth son to Jacob. And Leah said, God has given me, has given my hire. I gave my slave girl to my husband. And she called his name Issachar. It's almost like Isaac. And then it's Char. Then, so Isachar. Isachar? And Leah conceived again and bore a sixth son to Jacob. And Leah said, God has given me a good present. This time my husband will live with me. Because I have borne six sons to him. And she called his name Zebulun. Ze Zebulun? Oh, wow. And afterwards she bore a daughter and called her name 
Dina. And God remembered Rachel, and God listened to her and opened her womb, and she conceived and bore a son. And she said, God has taken away my reproach. And she called his name Joseph, saying, May Jehovah add to me another son. And when Rachel had borne Joseph, Jacob said to Laban, Send me away, so I may go to my own place, and to my land. Give my wives and my children, for whom I have served you, and let me go. For you know my service with which I have served you. And Laban said to him, If I have found your favor in your if I have found favor in your eyes, stay. I have seen omens. Also Jehovah has blessed me because of you. And he said, Set your wages on me, and I will give. And he said to him, You know I have served you, and what has come to be, your livestock being with me. For little was yours before my mouth, and it has spread out into a host. And Jehovah has blessed you at my foot. And now, when shall I work for my house? I also. And he said, What shall I give you? And Jacob said, You shall not give me anything. If you will do this thing for me, I will remain. I will feed your flock and keep it. So he's asking for his own land and his own house, I guess. I will pass among all your flock today, taking from, taking from there every speckled and spotted sheep and every black sheep among the lambs, also the spotted and speckled goats. These shall be my wages. And my righteousness shall testify for me in the day to come. When you come in about my wages before your face, everyone that is not speckled and spotted among the goats and black among the lambs, it is stolen with me. And Laban said, Yes, truly let it be as you speak. And he turned out in that day all the striped and spotted lambs, and all the speckled and spotted goats, every one which had white and every uh, black one among the lambs. And he gave them into the hands of his sons. And he put three days' journey between himself and Jacob. And Jacob was feeding the remaining flocks of Laban. And Jacob took for himself white rods of a fresh tree, and the almond and plane tree. Okay. And he peeled white stripes in them, laying bare the white on the rods. And he set the rods which he had peeled by the troughs, by the troughs, by the water troughs, where the flocks came to drink. Across from the flocks, where they drink across from the flocks. And they were in the heat when they came to drink. And the flocks bore striped, speckled, and spotted offspring. And Jacob separated the lambs. And he set the faces of the flock toward the striped and every black one in the flock of Laban. And he put his own droves by themselves. And he did not put them with the flock of Laban. And it happened that whenever, a, whenever the strong flocks conceived, Jacob placed the rods before the eyes of the flocks, before the troughs, that they might conceive by the rods. And he did not set them before the weak flocks. And it came to be the weak for Laban and the strong for Jacob. And the man increased very much. And were many flocks to him, and slave girls, and male slaves, and camels, and asses. So he intentionally bred down another people's livestock? Is that what I'm, is that what I'm getting here? He... And why would you do that? Why would you not just make... I mean, if you have a method to make them... Why not make them all strong? What if something happens to your livestock in the future? Do you want to only have the weaker ones around left to rely on? I don't get it. This seems just unnecessarily pity. Or petty. Pity. <laughs> okay. And he heard the words of the sons of Laban, saying... 
Jacob has taken away all that was to our father. And from that which to our father has gotten all this, all this wealth. And Jacob saw the face of Laban, and behold, it was not toward him as before. And Jehovah said to Jacob, Go back to the land of your fathers and to your kindred, and I will be with you. And Jacob sent and called for Rachel and for Leah to come to the field to his flocks. And he said to them, I see your father's face, that it is not toward me as before. But the God of my father has been with me. And you know that with all my power I have served your father. And your father has cheated me and has changed my wages ten times. And God has not let him do uh, evil to me. If he said this, the speckled shall be your wages, then all the flocks bore speckled. And if he said this, the striped shall be your wages, then all the flocks bore striped. And God has taken away the livestock of your father and has given to me. And at the time that the... And at the time the flock was in heat, I lifted up my eyes and saw in the dream, and behold, the rams going up on the flock were striped, speckled, and spotted. And the angel of God spoke to me in a dream, Jacob, and I said, Behold. And he said, Lift up your eyes and see all the rams going up on the flock. They are striped, speckled, and spotted. For I have seen all that the uh, for I have seen all that Laban is doing to you. And I am God of Bethel. There were there where you anointed the pillar. Where you vowed a vow, where you vowed a vow to me. Now rise up, go out of this land and back to the land of your kindred. And Rachel and Leah answered him and said to him, Is there yet to us a portion, an inheritance in the house of our father for us? Are we not counted strangers? Oh God, everyone's always whining for a handout. Are we not counted strangers by him? For he has sold us, and he has also <laughs> Oh man, he did. He certainly did. Excuse me. For he has sold us, and he also entirely spent our silver. For all the wealth which God has taken from our father it is for us and for our sons. And now all that which God has said to you, do. And Jacob arose and set his sons and his wives on camels. And he drove all the livestock and took all the, his goods, which he had gotten, livestock of his property, which he had acquired, Padam Aram, to come to his father Isaac, to the land of Canaan. And Laban went to the shear, and Laban went to shear his sheep. And Rachel stole the household idols, which were the, her father's. There's idols, huh? And Jacob deceived the heart of Laban, the Syrian. For he did not tell him that he was about to flee. And he, all that, and he, and all that was his, oh, and he, and God, that see, it's just worded so strange, and my brain's like, what? And he, and all that was his, fled. I would never in my life word something like that. I'd be like, man, that dude took everything he had, and he bounced. He was, I didn't leave one stitch behind, man, I'm telling you. It, there was, it was gone. It, it, there wasn't even a cent left. He was gone. I couldn't, you know, <laughs> you couldn't even smell the guy anymore. Anyway. And he and all that was his fled. And he rose up and crossed the river. And he set his face to Mount Gilead. And on the third day Laban was told that Jacob had fled. And he took his brothers with him. And they ran after him seven days journey. And he overtook him in the Mount Gilead. And he overtook him in Mount Gilead. And God came to Laban the Syrian in a dream of the night. And he said to him, Watch out for yourself, that you not speak with Jacob from good to evil. Laban overtook Jacob, and Jacob had pitched his tent at the mount, and Laban with his brothers had pitched at Mount Gilead. 
just says Atman, Atman, Gilead. Are they the same mountain? Or they gotta be. They caught up to each other, right? And Laban said to Jacob, <laughs> they gotta be. What have you done? And you have deceived my heart and drove my daughters like captives of the sword. Why did you hide? So as uh, 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 so as to flee, and have deceived me, and I would have, and I would have sent you away with rejoicing and with music, with tabaret, with harp, and you have not let me kiss my sons and my daughters. Now you have been foolish to do this. It is in my power of my hand to do you harm. It is in the power of my hand to do you harm. But the God of your father spoke to me last night, saying, Watch out for yourself, that you not speak with Jacob from good to evil. Now surely you have gone, because you have longed after your father's house. Why have you stolen my household gods? Oh, okay, the idols, I'm guessing. Why have you stolen my household gods? And Jacob answered and said to Laban, Because I was afraid. For I said, Lest by force you take your daughters from me, with whomever... With whomever Whomever you find your household gods, he shall not live here before our brothers. Search for yourself what is with me and take it to you. For Jacob did not know that Rachel had stolen them. Oh, okay, so he didn't know he had the idols. Well, why would she do that? And Laban went into Jacob's tent and into Leah's tent and into the tent of the two slave girls, and he did not find doesn't say what, it just says that he did not find. And he went out of Leah's tent and came to Rachel's tent. And Rachel had taken the household idols and put them into the saddle of the camel. And she sat on them. And Laban felt all around the tent, but did not find. And she said to her father, Let no anger be in the eyes of my lord, for I am not able to rise before your face, for the way of woman is to me. And he sought and did not find the household idols. And Jacob was angry, and he argued with Laban. And Jacob answered, and said to Laban, What is my transgression? What is my, what is my sin that you have hotly pursued after me? For you have felt around all my articles. What have you found from all the articles of your house? Set it here before my brothers and your brothers, and let them decide between the two of us. Now I was with you twenty years. Your ewes and your she-goats have not failed to bear, and the rams of your flock I have not eaten. I did not bring to you the mangled, I replaced it. From my hand you exacted it, that stolen by day, and that stolen by night. I was there, by day, the heat consumed me, and by night the cold. And my sleep fled from my eyes. Now I have been twenty years in your house. I served you fourteen years for your two daughters, and six years for your flock. And you have changed my wages ten times, except the God of my father, the God of Abraham, and the fear of Isaac, had been had been for me, truly, now you would have sent me away empty. God has seen my affliction and the toil of my palm. And last night he judged. And Laban answered and said to Jacob, The daughters are my daughters, and the sons my sons. The flocks are my flocks, and all which you see it is mine and my daughters. What can I do to these today, or to their sons whom they have borne? And come now, let us cut a covenant, you and me. And let it be for the witness between you and me. And Jacob took a stone and set it up as a memorial. And Jacob said to his brothers, Gather stones. And they took stones and they made a heap. And they ate there on the heap. And Laban called it heap of the testimony. <laughs> Jacob called it heap of testimony. 
And Laban said, this heap is a witness between you and me today. So he called its name Heap of Testimony, also Watchtower. For he said, may Jehovah watch between you and me, for we are hidden, each from his neighbor. If you will not afflict my daughters, and if you will not take wives above my daughters, not man is with us. See, God is a witness between you and me. And Laban said to Jacob, Behold this heap. Behold the pillar which I have set between you and me. This heap is a witness, and the pillar is a witness. As for me, I will not pass over this heap to you. And as for you, you will not pass over this heap and this pillar for evil to me. The God of Abraham, the God of Nahor, the God of their father, let judge between us. And Jacob swore by fear of his father Isaac. And Jacob sacrificed a sacrifice on the mountain and called his brothers to eat bread. And they ate bread and stayed on the mountain. <laughs> and Laban rose up early in the morning and kissed his sons and his daughters and blessed them. And Laban went away and returned to his own place. Chapter 32. Jacob went on his way. And the angels of God met him. And when he saw them, Jacob said, This is the camp of God. And he called the name of that place Refuge. Eh, first refugee camp, huh? <laughs> I wonder, anyway. Maybe not. Maybe there's been more. Sorry for yawning. Ah. I get this like I've had too much coffee early on, and I'm in this weird bleak moment where I uh, kind of have to eat something and, and not drink coffee for a couple hours, let my body rehydrate or something. Jacob went on to his Jacob went on his way, and the angels of God met him. And when he saw them, Jacob said, This is the camp of God, and he called the name of that place refuge. Jacob sent messengers before his face to his brother Ezel, to the land of Seir, the field of Edom. And he commanded them, saying, You shall say to my Lord, to a Sue, a sow, Your servant Jacob says this I have sojourned with Laban, and remained until now. And it is that oxen and asses, flocks and slaves and slave girls are mine. And I have sent to tell my Lord to find favor in your eyes. And the messengers came back to Jacob, saying, We came to your brother Esau, and also he is coming to meet you. And four hundred men are with him. And Jacob was afraid, and he was very distressed. And he divided the people with him, and the flocks, and the herds, and the camels, in two camps. And he said, If Esau comes to the one company and strikes it, then it will be the company that is left shall escape. And Jacob said, O God of my father Abraham, and God of my father Isaac, Jehovah, who said to me, Go back to your land and to your kindred, and I will deal well with you. I am not worthy of all the mercies and all the truth which you have done for your servant. For I passed over this Jordan with my staff, and now I have become two companies. Deliver me, I pray, from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau, for I fear him, lest he come and strike me, mother to sons, mother to sons weird and you said i will surely deal well with you and i will make your seed like the sand of the sea which cannot which cannot be numbered for multitude and he remained there that night and he took a present from what came into his hand for his brother Esau: 200 she goats 20 he goats 200 ewes and 20 rams 30 milk camels with their thirty colts, forty cows, and ten bulls, twenty she-asses, and ten young asses. And he gave into the hand of his slaves every drove by itself. And he said to his slaves, Pass over before my face, and put a space between drove and drove. 
And he commanded the first one, saying, When my brother Esau meets, uh, meets you, and asks, saying, Whose are you, and where do you go, and whose are those who whose are these before your face? Then you will say, Your servant Jacob's. It is a present sent to my lord, to Esau. And behold, also he is behind us. And he also commanded the sa the second, also the third, even all the ones going after the the drove, saying, You shall speak this word to Esau when you find him. And you shall also say, Behold, your servant Jacob is behind us. For he said, I will cover his face by the present, the one going before my face, and afterward I will see his face. Perhaps he will lift up my face. And the present passed before his face, and he remained in the camp that night. I have no, so that was a lot of faces. And he rose up that night and took his two wives and his two slave girls and his 11 children. And he crossed the, he crossed the Ford Jabbok. And he crossed the Ford Jabbok. Okay. He forded the Jabbok? So he floated his, his stuff across like his uh, wagon or whatnot. Do they have wagons there? Oh, sorry again. Hmm. Hey, he forded the... Anyway. He crossed the Ford Jabbok. And he took them and sent them over the stream and sent over that which was his. And Jacob was left. And Jacob was left alone. <laughs> and a man wrestled with him until the, until the ascending of the dawn. And a man wrestled with him until the ascending of the dawn. Well, you got in a fight? And he saw that he did not prevail over him. And he struck his hip socket. And Jacob's hip socket was unhinged as he grappled with him. And he said, send me away. For the dawn has risen. And he said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. And he said to him, what is your name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, your name no longer shall be called Jacob, but Israel, because you have persevered with God and with men and have been able. And Jacob requested and said, please reveal your name. And he said, why? This that you inquire about, oh, why this that you inquire about my name? And he blessed him there. And Jacob called the name of the place Peniel. Ah, saying, because I saw God face to face and my life is preserved. And the sun rose upon him as he passed over Peniel. And he was limping on the hip socket, on his hip socket. On account of this, the sons of Israel do not eat the sinew of the thigh which is on the hip socket. Until this day, because he struck the hip socket of Jacob, the sinew of the thigh. So, wait, he wrestled, that was God? God just, he like saw this guy, was like, oh, that's God. And I'm just, I'm going to wrestle with him until he blesses me further. There's this. This craziness throughout this where um, people just demand stuff from their God. I mean, they're just like, hey, give me this, give me that. Am I not, do I not deserve this? My, it's like the, the young son, like you're so close to him and he is like really your father, but you're like a spoiled kid too. You're just demanding shit. Like, I get this, I get that. Sorry, pardon my French there. Um, yeah, chapter 33. We'll do this chapter then we'll... We'll stop there, I think. Or maybe we'll hit 35. That one's got kind of a bigger thing going on. Anyway, chapter 33. We'll hit this last uh, highest level of Masonic uh, chapter right quick. See if there's anything significant going on through here. Then uh, I'm going to move on. I'm probably going to shorten these episodes from like an hour long pace down to 30 minutes to 45 minutes to try and get two in in one day so I can actually have more episodes. Because I'm finding less time to do this. Uh... 
but I'm I'm a committer, so <laughs> I'm going to finish. And we're just in Genesis. I mean, come on. If you've ever seen a Bible, uh, you know that uh, I've got so far to go. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So anyway, chapter 33. Jacob lifted up his eyes and looked. And behold, a sow was coming, and 400 men with him. And he divided the children to Leah and to Rachel, and the two slave girls. And he put the slave girls and their children first, and Leah and her children behind, and Rachel and Joseph last. And he passed over in front of them and bowed himself to the ground seven times until he came even to his brother. And Esau ran to meet him and embraced him and fell on his neck and kissed him. And they wept. And he lifted up his eyes and saw the women and the children. And he said, Who are these with you? And he said, The children with whom God has favored your servant. And the slave girls came near, they and their children, and they bowed. And Leah and her children also came near and bowed. And after this, Rachel and Joseph came near and bowed. And he said, Who is all this camp which I met? And he said, To find favor in the eyes of my Lord. And Asal said, I have much, oh, I have much, my brother. Let what you have be to yourself. And Jacob said, No, please. If I now have found favor in your eyes, take, take my present from my hands. For I have seen your face, like seeing the face of God, and you are pleased with me. Please take my blessing, which has been brought to you, because God has favored me, and because I have all things. And he urged him, and he accepted. And he said, Let us depart and go, and I will go with you. And he said to him, My Lord knows that, he, that the children are tender, and the flocks and the herds with me are suckling. And if they overdrive, and if they overdrive them one day, all the flocks will die. Please let my Lord go before his servant, and I will move on by stages at my ease, according to the pace of the stock which are before me, and according to the pace of the children, until I come into my Lord to Seir. And Esau said, Please let me place with you some of the people who are with me. And he said, Why then? Let me find favor in the eyes of my Lord. And Esau returned on his way towards Seir that day. I don't understand what just happened there entirely. So they, they rolled up on each other. Dude was actually heading one direction anyway. So his brother was really happy to see his brother. I'm sure he was after he got all that stuff. Told me, you don't have to give me your stuff. Dude was like, no, 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 I do. This is, um, I'm here for this reason. And he was like, okay, I guess. And I'm very horrible at interpreting this. I, I understand that fully. I'm sure there's somebody that's going to wring their hair out hearing the way that I'm just talking about this. I'm not sacrilegious trying to, you know, take it in any negative light. I, I just don't fully understand what we just did there. So they're both going to see her? And Jacob traveled to Sukkoth. No, because he wants to stop. He's going in. So would he take, like, the, the, the weaker flock and the, the kids of... Of his brothers? I don't like how unclear they are there. And Jacob traveled to Sukkoth, and he built himself a house, and made booths for his livestock. For the reason, for this reason, he called the name of the place Sukkoth. And Jacob came in peace to the city of Shechem, which is in the land of Canaan. As he came from Padam Aram, and he camped in front of the city, and he brought that part of, of the field where he had stretched his tent from the hands of sons of Hamor, the father of Shem Shechem, for a hundred kesetah. Oh my goodness. 
I gotta read that one more time. Oh, my brain took none of that. And Jacob came in peace to the city of she Shechem. We're just gonna go with that. Which is in the land of Canaan, as he came from Padamaram. Okay. And he camped in front of the city. Great. And he bought the part of the field where he had stretched his tent. So he's bought some land from the hand of the sons of Hamar and the father of Shechem for a hundred. So he could pay. Okay. And he set up an altar there. And he called it El, the God of Israel. Huh. So basically he just bought a little spot of land and created a temple. And that was 33. Okay. And Dina, the daughter of Leah, whom she bore to Jacob, went out to see the daughters of the land. And Shechem, the son of Hamor, the Habite, the prince of the land, saw her and took her and lay with her and humiliated her. Whoa. And his soul clung to Dina, ew, the daughter of Jacob. And he loved the girl and spoke to the heart of the girl. And Shechem spoke to his father, humor, saying, take this girl from, for me for a wife. And Jacob heard that he had defiled his daughter, Dina, and his sons were with his livestock in the field, and Jacob kept silent until they had come. And Hamar, the father of Shechem, went out to Jacob to speak with them. And the sons of Jacob came out to the field where they, when they heard. And the men were furious, and they were very angry because he had done foolishness in Israel to lie with the daughter of Jacob, and it should not be done in this way. And Hamar, so he's... He made that. Is that is that Israel now? Huh. I'm wondering what that altar he called the God of Israel. Anyway. And I spoke with them, saying, My son Shechem's soul is bound to your daughter. Please give him please give her to him for a wife. And you're inter intermarry oh, and you intermarry with us. Give your daughters to us. And take our daughters for yourselves, and live with us, and the land is before you. Live and trade in it, and get property in it. And Shechem said to her father and to her brothers, Let me find favor in your eyes, and what you say to me I will give. <laughs> the way that my, I end up just spacing out these words and I'm saying like I've never read before, just it even it, it throws me off. It's weird to read like this because I could normally read pretty fluently. It's just the way that everything's worded, it just it stops your brain sometimes. <clears throat> Keep on me ever so much bride price and gift, and I will give as you say to me. And I will give as you say to me. Okay, but give me the girl for a wife. And the sons of Jacob answered Shechem and his father Hamar, speaking with deceit, because he had defiled their sister Dina. And they said to them, We are not able to do this thing, to give our sister to a man who is uncircumcised, for it is a reproach to us. Only on this condition will we consent to you, if you will become like us, to have every mellow every male of you circumcised. Then we will give our daughters to you, and we will take your daughters to us, and we will live with you and will become one people. And if you do not listen to us to become circumcised, then we will take our daughter and we will go. And their words please Hamar and the son of Hamar Shechem. And the young man did not hesitate to do the thing. He took this his foreskin so fast. Oh, for he delighted in Jacob's daughter. And he was more honorable than all the house of his father. And Hamar and his son, Shechem, came to the gate of their city. And they spoke with the men of their city, saying, These men are peaceable with us. And let them live in the land and trade in it. And lo, and the land is wide on both, both hands before them. Let us take their daughters for ourselves 
her wives and let us give our daughters to them. Only in this way will the men consent to us to live with us, to become one people, that every male of us be circumcised as they are circumcised. Shall not their livestock and their property and all their beasts of burden be ours? Only let us consent to them and let them live with us. And all those going out, and all those going out of, out of the gate, God, it doesn't have it all here. We're going to say it's of, even though it's missing. All of those going out of the gate of the city listened to Hamar. It says, listen, <laughs> listen to Hamar and to his son Shechem. And every male was circumcised, all those going out of the gate of the city. And it happened on the third day. And they being pained that the son, that the two sons of Jacob, Simeon and Levi, Dina's brothers, each took his sword. And they came on the city in its security and killed every... Whoa, 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 whoa. And every male was circumcised and those going out of the gate of the city. And it happened on the third day, they being pained, the two sons of Jacob, Simeon and Levi, Dina's brothers, each took his sword, and they came on the city in its security, and killed every male. And they killed Hemar and his son Shechem with the sword. And they took Dina from the house of Shechem and left. Okay. And they killed Hamar and the son Shechem with the sword. And they took Dina from the house of Shechem and left. And the sons of Jacob came on the slain and plundered of the city, or the city, because they had defiled their sister. No kidding. They took their flocks and their herds and their asses and whatever was in the city and whatever was in the field. And they seized all their wealth and all their little ones and their wives and looted all that was in the house. And Jacob said to Simeon and to Levi, You have troubled me to make me stink among the inhabitants of the land, among the Canaanites and among the Perizzites. And I being few in number, and they gathered, and they gathering against me, they will strike me. And I and my house shall be wasted. And they said, Should he treat our sisters like a harlot? Ew. Yeah, man. We're going we're gonna to leave it there. Should he treat our sister like a harlot? I'm going to definitely leave it there. We're going to stop at chapter 35. Because that immediately just makes me think, I mean, should you treat your sister like a harlot? Well, on every other thing that's going on here, you guys are sleeping with your sisters and whatnot, so... I, I'm confused by what the the full problem is there, you know? I mean, I don't know. There was probably somewhere back in the beginning of this where it said that they weren't supposed to mix with the Canaanites or something, and this is going to happen anyway on some level, whether, you know, by design. But it just seemed really weird that they would make the deal with them. They'd get this whole place to circumcise themselves, and then they, uh, and they kill them all. I guess in one aspect of this... They, uh, they did get circumcised, so they created a covenant with God before they died. They hopefully went to heaven. Uh, I guess. Anyway, chapter 35, when we come back, and that was... This one was weird. They just keep getting weirder and weirder. I don't know what to say, but I'm like, man, this, this story is crazy. It's cool, though. It's actually really, really fun to read. Uh, because um, even though it's hard and it's, it's difficult at times to kind of follow what you're doing, overall, the overall arching story has a direction and, and it's um it's understandable i mean even if you only understand 80 percent of the story you're reading you can still kind of get through the story now there's there's i'm sure there's things i'm missing through here because i just they'll say so many things in a paragraph you know like the face this that they'll repeat things and it, there's got to be some significance to that but i miss i mean i'm sure but otherwise why would it all be in there 
anyway, it's been fun. I'm having, I'm enjoying it. We'll be on 36 when we come back, or chapter 35, I'm sorry, when we come back. And God said to Jacob will be the beginning of that. And uh, man, I hope that, and pray that everyone out there is finding their way uh, in the light and God is walking with you. Have a great day until next time.